All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Film School for Marketers. We are on podcast number 42, yeah. 42 already, which is flying by. I got to say, Mariah, um, oh. I'm always joined by Miss Mariah Anderson, our video and sales expert. And we have an awesome, awesome guest today from one of our case studies here at Impact, the videographer himself from Office Interiors, Mr. Cody Turner. Cody, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing fantastic, as fine as I can be in my lovely home. Yeah, you have you the doing? most aesthetic background out of anybody that we work with, actually. And I've always kind of like given you some props for that. There's something very clean about your your very structured shelves that you have going on. <laughs> it's not distracting? No. No, not at all. And I no. honestly, I need distractions on some of our, our video calls. There's just, there's a lull well, in the conversation. It's just, <laughs> it's just my collection of things, uh, all my travel books. This is my Canva website arts inspiration. I just play with that. So I, I've tried to decorate it as best as I could before I had to be home all the time. <laughs> so you traveled a lot, it looks like. You got all this. Yes, actually. So fun, short little story there. All of those books, um, before I moved out here to the East Coast in Canada, Nova Scotia, my fiance and I traveled for six months straight and we hit 12 different countries. Wow. So we've done a lot of traveling and we did at the best time we possibly could have, it seems. Well, man, there's a few reasons I thought it made sense to have you on the show today. Um, and one is just because I think you guys at Office Interiors are doing some of the coolest things during COVID to stay productive in the video world and to continue to publish stuff. And that's where a lot of our topics have been for these last couple of episodes is empowering videographers and just people that have to now use video to still leverage content while being stuck at home in the COVID era. Um, also, you guys just have a lot of cool stories to share in Office Interiors with how you guys have become a case study in the past two really long, hard years of I mean, having a lot of roller coasters that I know, Cody, you haven't been here for all of it, but I'm, I'm sure you've heard some of the stories by now. There's, oh, there's totally. been ups and downs in Office Interior's journey along the They Ask You Answer path. And I think you're kind of a really great example of the pinnacle of where they've come so far. And then the third reason, and not to pat you on the back too hard here, man, is that you are really, in my eyes, one of the, like, the quintessential best personalities and, and role um, sort of types of people you should be looking for when you're bringing in your first videographer into a company that's not super used to using video. So we can hit all three of those topics today, but um, <laughs> that's how at least I want to tee up where this conversation is going to go, because I'm sure it's going to be winding just a little bit. Nice. Well, thanks for the pat on the back. I appreciate it. And it's, is it really been two years that you've been working with Office Interiors? Yeah, I think maybe yeah. just under, but Impact was working with Office Interiors before I was even here. And so Zach oh, was their first video consultant. And then I took over um, March of 2019 and there was no videographer. We were working with a third party media company for almost all of the content that was being created. And when you were hired on, there was a big celebration within Impact just as like, this is a huge step culturally for office interiors. And I know you were hired on as someone that was like, ah, oh, he's going to write an article every week. He's going to yeah. shoot a video every <laughs> week. But I had this mentality of where you were going to get pulled within office interiors uh, role. And, and I think that's been pretty successful so far. You're mostly the video nice. guy. Well, before we get into it, can I give a quick shout out to the previous videographers that were doing videos for office interiors? It's a great company. I have good friends there now. It's a 365 Media, and they've 
taken a little bit of a turn with how what's been going on right now, but they are some of the most talented people I know, super creative, and they're still, even as all this is going down, super positive. So I just want to give a big shout out to Dave and his team over there for uh, doing some great stuff out. So check them out if you haven't, 365 here in Halifax. And actually they're in Toronto now too. They're making a name for themselves in Toronto as well, as far as I know. Sure. And Kieran, it was mm-hmm. just a blast to work with. Like super, super easy to adjust to everything and took advice really well and made you guys great content. It's just the dollar per minute going into it was a little bit less beneficial than bringing someone like you in. Exactly, exactly. So I'll, I'm, I'll lead this off with a couple of questions for you, Cody. Let's Let's sure start thing. by you just sort of telling the, the journey of office interiors as you've seen it from your position so far, um, from where they've come when even before you were in the organization to where you really think they are now. Um, I'd love to hear some of the good, the bad, and the ugly of the trials and tribulations of your job in the first, how long have you been there now? Six months or so? Sure. Um, okay. So when I came on, um, basically their marketing department was a one-man show. Uh, The guy I work with is Corey. He's a great guy. And he was putting out regular blog articles, all kind of centered around the they ask you answer principle. And a few of the higher ups had taken on that kind of approach to doing business and creating content. Um, I hadn't personally heard of the ask you answer beforehand. I'd heard about the process of like making videos specifically catered to ranking in Google searches and like answering people's questions online and catering videos like that way, mainly because beforehand I was just doing freelance photography. So I was thinking about starting up a YouTube channel about making content for photographers by photographers, kind of similar to Peter McKinnon, if you've heard of him, who's also from Canada as well. So I'd, I'd known a little bit about the kind of they ask you answer strategy. But once I came on, uh, they gave me the book. I read the book and I was like, yes, this is exactly what I should be doing. This totally makes sense. I know how to implement that. I already kind of have that mindset for how to create content around that. And I was kind of eager to kind of help them do what they were doing already just a little bit better and give a little bit more of a finesse if I can. Um, So yeah, starting out, um, we were doing kind of videos catered towards the office environment, the office uh, furniture and technology is what they kind of specialize in. Um, we can outfit companies with basically anything you need, um, office related. So they were doing videos on like printer toners and, uh, types of furniture or systems furniture, which is like cubicles and putting those in offices. So that content strategy was already there. And I knew I wanted to do some of that, but also kind of take it in a more creative direction and something that was kind of would speak to me a little bit more and give me the chance to not not necessarily be in front of the camera, but do something a little bit more creative with it. Um, so we had plans to do new series. We were going to do more review videos, um, kind of like broaden that whole kind of span of content and uh, just make it a little more exciting. Um, but if I can bring it up to today, once this all went down, we were all brought home. We did already have a backlog of videos uh, already previously recorded and set to be uh, distributed. But once this happened, we kind of realized we couldn't be putting out videos on how to choose the best you know, multifunctional printer for your office uh, when you're not necessarily at your office anymore. So yeah. we knew that we had to pivot. So my first uh, thought was, okay, well, we're everyone is instantly on their laptops, doing these Zoom meetings. Everyone's been put in front of their camera, whether they like it or not. So I figured that we could start 
taking it in a direction where it's more impromptu, it's less, uh, it's less stylized and perfected and it's more raw, which is what, uh, I know that you guys have definitely been preaching for a while now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how I've been taking it now and steering in that direction, doing more interview style videos. I'm now on camera more often. So I've had to embrace that. I'm fine being in front of camera. Like how's the hair looking right now? It's a good hair day, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a nice little learning curve and I I think it's going to get even better because we're, it's, we're getting it fast at it now, too. Like just the other day, uh, our CEO and president, Jim Mills, asked to, we asked him to come on and do a quick little interview about how he's leading a team in a crisis right now and how, most importantly, he's providing service to uh, his employees and, most importantly, his customers right now. So with that interview, I took it, I spliced it up, I threw in an intro, I threw in an outro, and it was done by the end of the day and we put that out and now yeah it's already getting some traction people are already enjoying it so it's it's going to be cool to see how this kind of builds and uh, progresses over the next weeks or months and uh, i'm gonna have to turn into uh i think a late night host as all the late night hosts are now at home as well making content like this so the playing field has been leveled i feel like so it's anyone's game right now so that's that's exciting to me that's so cool that you guys were able to, I mean, you're, we're seeing all these companies have to get creative and, and shift really quickly. Um, and I bet for some companies, it's probably like a, such a scary thing that it paralyzes them and they just don't oh, do sure. about it. And I'm so curious, like if it's companies that were just already had that kind of culture and mindset before this even happened, that like been successful because they were always able to be flexible and change really quickly and like how other companies who maybe didn't have that type of culture are able to even get through this and move quickly, you know, I don't know. That's been interesting. Totally. Yeah. Like we, we were definitely lucky in the sense that we were already doing uh, what impact has been teaching us. And yeah. we already had that kind of mindset towards making content and marketing that way. But we're also super lucky that the content we're making is a, it's, it's somewhat relevant because yeah. now everyone works at home and they need office supplies at home. We've had to kind of pivot and help people set up their home offices and learn how to make their kitchen table ergonomic or get their setups for their laptops or anything. So like we have, uh, we're in the right market for doing content towards that. And I can't imagine if I were working for somebody else and it's, it's tricky to be at a standstill for making content right now because if you're not necessarily revel- relevant or essential as yeah. the new hot topic is, uh, it's tricky. It's definitely tricky. Yeah. I think you guys are striking a cool balance as well of not just making videos for prospects or existing clients, but a lot of your content kind of double dips into being really helpful and just like emotionally supportive for your internal team as well. Like even just the point that you made right there about how we're managing through a crisis, that's that's something that you guys get a benefit of like internal culture, just being reaffirmed and being more transparent with the content that you're making to publish um, to everybody. Have you seen that change anything or, or give more clarity to the people inside the organization or even just help morale at all? Oh, absolutely. I can give you a great example that just happened yesterday. Um, so we've been doing virtual cocktail meetings. I, I no, I didn't personally start it myself, but we were doing kind of meetups with like a few of the kids my age at the office. Um, and then word got out that we were doing that. And then it became a company-wide thing. And at the last one, we got several shout outs for videos that have been worked on 
but they were for multiple videos. So people were seeing a few different stuff that we were putting out. And it was funny that Corey and I were talking afterwards, like, it's great that we're getting recognition for videos that they don't even know what videos exactly what they're talking about. Like, there's so much out there. So it's good to see that everyone is getting behind it and they want to help out. They want to be involved. We're getting emails of like different topics from our sales reps of like what they could be doing and how they could be helping. And uh, a cool little thing since this has all gone down is we've created like a content hub that's just all of the stuff we've used before, all the videos, all the articles, and it's in one place so that all of our sales reps can go there and then repurpose it to emails, sending out to their clients. So it's all in one little spot. And it's only the content that's kind of relevant to what's going on right now. So uh, that's been helpful and people hopefully have been using it. I think definitely people have been using it. So so I want to ask you a little bit job specific because I think you came into an organization that was doing the ask you answer really, really well, but they were on a longer path because brick and mortar stores, uh, just a lot of things that made it an uphill battle. Coming into that role, was there anything that surprised you um, just like by seeing the current state and then what they were asking you to do? Was there anything that you felt like you were relatively really good at as far as the type of person that they brought into the role or anything that you sort of needed to learn on the fly because it wasn't something that was necessarily pitched in the job description itself? Good question. Um, first thoughts would be that when I first started out, um, the content that we were talking about and making, I wasn't necessarily too versed in it. Like I didn't, I don't know a ton about printers or office supplies or office furniture. I knew some, um, luckily my fiance works in the design field as well. So she kind of, I did know about some things, but not as much as I do now. So there was that kind of learning curve of like, I'm making content and trying to teach tutorial videos, about these things that I know nothing about. So there was a bit of a learning curve in trying to learn that information from sales reps. I would try to schedule interviews with them depending on the topic. Um, so it was kind of tricky to navigate that field of it, how to properly make content and teach content that I didn't know anything about. Um, so that was a bit uh, trying at the beginning. And, and they also, the whole company wasn't fully on board with this. Not everyone knew about the they ask you answer principles and how, you know, you can benefit from making content. I don't want to say it's because they were like closed minded at all. I just think they were not as informed as they definitely are now. So there was a little kickback at first in trying to like set up times to film or when to film. Cause like we have a very busy showroom, like the showroom and where we work it's an active showroom. So people can come in and view all of the office supplies that we have on display in and around a working office. So it's tricky to find a space because we don't have a fully designated like recording studio or filming studio to do all this. So we were using our group um, meetings room to film these, which is great. But if you have to schedule the time, so it was a little, it was just a little tricky to find the right time or like schedule something out to make it happen. Um, but uh, since being at home, that is gone. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> now it's just a quick email invite. It's like, hey, can you make sure your background is a little clean and that your angle of your camera is not directly under your chin? So there's been, that's in the new learning process is now I have to kind of coach everybody on how to be on camera, just like Zach, you gotta be your hands open, you gotta be smiling, you gotta be gestural, you gotta be open. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been interesting to see how people have been taking it on. As I was say, how has that been in terms of like digitally producing? Like, do you feel like people are 
like catch on pretty quickly in terms of you teaching them how to be on camera? Yeah, kind of. I, I definitely haven't put enough time into it yet. Um, it's still, we've only done a few interviews so far and so far they've been good. Like the angles haven't been fantastic, but I think that's something I can definitely now knowing that I need to look out for that because I'm focusing on the content and the writing of the scripts and the questions. I should also be thinking about, okay, hey, your laptop could just be bent a little bit more and that dirty background could probably be switched just a little bit. So I'll be making sure that I do coach them on all the future video future videos that the, their setup is just a little bit more aesthetically pleasing because nobody wants to look up at your your chins or up your nose so as long as it's straight or if you do have a background that's good you know it's gonna it's gonna be interesting for sure teaching the rest of them but they're all on board it's exciting i'm getting uh, a few different ideas sent to me and we're working on a new series where uh, well, it's not out yet. I haven't told anybody, but we're working on a cool little fun series. That's not necessarily office furniture related. That's a good little tease there, Cody. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to find out that video series, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that bell notification for videos in the future. <laughs> the subtle CTA. Um, yeah. Cody, did you feel responsible at all when you came into the org at like getting people to adopt a culture of video? Like, did you feel like it was your personal responsibility to get people to use and produce content with you? Or did you feel like that fell on the only other marketing person's shoulders, Corey? Corey. Um, not necessarily. Um, at the beginning, my mindset was like, okay, how do I learn about this stuff or how do I use what I have to make something somewhat uh, passable? Um, so it wasn't on my on my mind too much for them to be using those videos and putting them out there because I didn't really know at the beginning how the sales process worked. Like I didn't know how my sales reps were going out and getting clients or doing all that because I was just so, uh, it was out of my realm at the beginning. So it wasn't on top of mind to teach them how to use the content we were making, creating to help push sales, which I wish that was at the forefront at the beginning. Cause I think I would have uh, maybe, hmm, I maybe would have catered the content that I was making more towards that. Um, even though I didn't necessarily have full control at the beginning of what the content calendar was going to be, uh, I kind of just jumped into an already existing one and tried to navigate that. But now I've got full control of the content calendar and we've actually had to put that one on the back burner and create a new one that's specifically work from home related. Uh, so that's, that's exciting now is that I have control of it and it's all geared towards stuff that our sales reps can use for potential videos and sales stuff. What is it that you really want to get done or get accomplished by the end of 2020 as Office Interior's sole videographer now? What is what is it that you're you're gauging your own metrics on right now? Well, I think I can see it um, progressing in a way that we definitely will have more participation from the entire staff. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to be able to develop a series of videos and a series of like making a content strategy that's based around empowering everybody that works at Office Interiors to utilize the videos and the content that we're making. So that's kind of the main goal now. Um, we also have been given the incentive company-wide. It's not mandatory, but we've been doing this like group goal. Everyone has uh, submitted a goal to the higher-ups. They've approved it or not. And if you can make those goals by the end of the years, there's a few different reward programs that they've put out there. So it's just like an incentive to accomplish something. 
Uh, mine personally has been to increase our subscriber count. So don't forget to like and subscribe all of our videos so I can win some sweet, sweet <laughs> incentive rewards. Uh, but that, I think that's the new, that's the, the new direction is like making the content that I kind of personally want to make. And that also ties into helping the company. So a little bit more uplifting, something less uh, drab, hopefully, and uh, stuff that people who aren't necessarily in the market for shopping for office supplies would still want to potentially watch, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that answer. And and I think it nails it right on the head of kind of where the, the journey of office interiors is at. You came in and very quickly, you guys were pointed on the fundamental stuff. Like the, the creation process was very well ironed out already. You guys' production quality is right where it should be as a, as a they ask you answer video in source company. Like there's, there's no, there's no real standard below what you guys are to, to make the quality of content that you're making. And so the only things that we've had to focus on is the strategy, like what types of videos are actually going to move the sales needle. And the last thing that you touched on, which is the cultural adoption of using video, which is always everybody's sort of last step in the process of getting video in source in an organization is getting everybody in the org to buy into it as being something that's actually beneficial for everybody in the organization. Mm -hmm. And I think that's right where you guys are at. So your headspace is really right where it should be as far as what you want to get done. So Cody, we have loved having you on the podcast today. We should definitely do a part two. Um, if you Please. want to get in touch with you, what is the best <clears throat> way for them to reach out, ask questions if they have any? Um, you can reach out to me if you want on Instagram and YouTube. If you want, it's Cody M. Turner everywhere. Uh, the Office Interiors is uh, OI underscore updates on Twitter. I'm there. Uh, I'm on all our socials. So you can find it all there. Um, but yeah, definitely hit me up if you have questions. I'd love to come on and do this again. You guys are great. I appreciate what you guys are doing. So keep it up and I'm happy to help in any way I can. Awesome. Thank you. And we'll drop that information in the show notes as well. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, which I'm sure you did, go ahead and hit that like button. If you want to stay up to date with the episodes we have coming out, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you have any questions at all, reach out to Will, Zachary, and we are happy to help you out. And if you have topic ideas, questions, things you want to dive into, send it our way as well. And until next time, keep learning.